0: I came across a random book from our past, and it reminded me of a former obsession of ours. So let's talk about it. About a week or two ago, I was visiting Uncle Jude and Auntie Erica, and it's, of course, always a great
1: time when we get together. Oh, it's always some of my favorite visits going over there.
0: Isn't it, though? It's just great conversation, great people always good food. I mean, just an excellent time, always. Always. <laughs> so it was my first time over at their new home, and I was doing the tour, seeing all of the beautiful rooms, trying to say hi to all the Kit Cats, because, you know, I miss them so much.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. I always say, say hi to the fur fam and Pigeon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I
0: did my little turtle dance with Pigeon. So of Pigeon course. is actually their turtle named Pigeon and I yeah. do yeah oh I guess that could be confusing <laughs> you to the listeners yeah. yeah so pigeon is a turtle and she jumps down into her tank and she wiggles around and I wiggle back at her I call it the turtle dance so I'm doing all of this good stuff and then I pass by the bookcase and immediately you know what gets my attention the birthday book, of
1: course. Of I course. can never resist looking at that when I'm there and it catches my eye.
0: That's exactly it. And I'm sure the title of the book is actually something a lot more elaborate than just the birthday book. But I think it is just the birthday book, I swear. We'll have to fact check that. Maybe check the description in the episode
1: and I will try to get the proper title for this book. I'll message Yeah, because like, not gonna lie, I've looked up this book before and I'm pretty sure I just typed in the birthday book hmm. and it comes up, but it's like $50 or something like that. So I was like, ooh. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's
0: not cheap. It I'll is just keep investment. looking at it. <laughs> I'll just wait till we visit. So yeah. Every time I see this book, I have read through my birthday, your birthday, anyone in my life's birthday so many times. But I Mm -hmm. always open it up and give myself a little refresher because it's interesting to look at it different phases of my life.
1: It's so strange, but I honestly feel like I'm looking at it for the first time every time that I look at it it just applies to different aspects of your life at where you're at at that time and it separates everything into such different columns and on the side it even has dates of people's birthdays and shows like if they're your friend or if they're a love match a soulmate Mm -hmm. uh like whatever they are in your life even birthdays to watch out for I'm pretty sure like look out for these people might cause conflict in your life (laughs) yeah a conflict a a birthday I think you're like a force or like a conflict birthday or something like that in my birthday book which I always thought was funny
0: yeah and that's the other interesting part is looking up to see if anyone who you know actually falls on that column in the margins because
1: exactly and that's why anytime I go to look at it it's like looking at a new set because you have like new people that you're trying to like be like oh like where do you fall where are you in this for anyone who's kind of
0: like what the heck are these girls on about
1: <laughs> there's a book that we're pretty
0: sure is called the birthday book and it's based on astrology and numerology and all of that kind of stuff and it mm-hmm. really gives you a complete profile based on the day that you were born from things like your love and relationships how you are in career different aspirations you might have, and then certain things about yourself that you might want to keep tabs on in the sense of this might be a weak point in your personality.
1: I always found them so interesting to look at and get that introspective kind of insight, you know? Well, that's it just makes you look it. deeper at yourself, which I think is a good thing,
0: whether you believe in astrology or not. And I don't know if I would even say as interested as I am in it that I'm like a believer per se. I am just oh, very how fascinated. Could you say
1: that? Well, <laughs> oh, I am a believer, like hardcore. Like I think I am such a Libra, and I am such my sign, but to fair my sign is probably like one of the best signs you can be so oh, such you know, a carly hard thing to say <laughs> One
0: sign <laughs> and really that's so just true. your sun sign you have plenty of other signs so you can't just say you're a libra oh all and of them are
1: great too we'll go through them all we'll get there we'll get there but they're all great <laughs> oh for sure
0: every sign has something interesting or quirky or fun about them and then of course they do try to pepper it and take your ego down a notch and say these are also some traits that your signs typically have that are maybe not so flattering <laughs> so Mm-hmm we've kind of been interested in this sort of thing since we were very very young I actually remember aside from the formal numerology birthday book that auntie and uncle have I remember receiving a gift it was a small book but it did have kind of your zodiac profile in there along with the birthstone and the flower that was associated
1: with your month of birth so right I can't remember if we got that if you got that from grandma or if it was from granny but i believe it was from one of them yeah it was a
0: birthday gift and i remember it was like i almost want to say it was a pop-up book but i don't think it was i think it just had no such you vibrant could just, pictures like, spin
1: things yeah no, you could okay there was a things. wheel
0: right like it yeah, was yeah yeah Somewhat interactive. Anyway, I remember being so enthralled and reading every page and learning about everyone's birthday and kind of thinking to myself, wow, this is pretty accurate for what I know. And it's interesting now that I do have kind of that split mind. I've said that before and I will definitely say it again. I am like half science, half mysticism. I am intrigued and believe in parts of both of them. And that's just kind of how it is. So although they're opposing views most of the time, I really do find myself getting swept up in the excitement and the insight of astrology.
1: I can't even say that the science part is what stops me because I think there is some science behind it. And I do think that there's some things that we just can't explain. And the sun is such a huge part of humanity in a whole and like goes way back and I just think that we are ruled by the planet in some sense you know Mm -hmm. when people say like Mercury's in retrograde okay (laughs) and everything's gone bad maybe that's a bit of a stretch but you know what I mean I do think that like there's certain like vibrations and energies that are given off during different seasons and I think that does play into who you are as a person
0: for sure and I mean there are lots of components of just your zodiac or your astrology in that sense you know Uh, for anyone who's unfamiliar completely with astrology a little crash course would be to say you're probably most familiar with your sun sign which is just the zodiac of the month that you were born but Every planet is actually associated with a different zodiac sign depending on where those planets were aligned with the zodiac constellations in the sky, the time and date and location that you were born. So it was originally considered a part of astronomy before Mm -hmm. scientists came in and were like, no, this is
1: not a real science, but regardless well, it's that's kind of funny that you bring all this up too is because every sign has a star astrological sign as well and that's mm-hmm. why it was a part of that in the beginning right but um I know at Shoppers or something like that, currently they're selling your sun sign, but in your astrological form, right? So it's just basically like a bunch of random crystals all connected in a line and people were like, oh, like, what is this? And it's your sun sign. So a lot of people don't even know that it's connected. So it's showing you the actual constellation of Cancer yeah, or it Libra. Yeah, shows you the actual or...
0: constellation. That's it's cool. just like
1: yeah it's like a sterling silver i'm sure and then just like little um crystals
0: well i mean they're right on market trend to be honest with you in part of preparing for this podcast i was doing a lot of reading about you know astrology in general and one of the articles Mm -hmm. that came across was saying that millennials are more interested in astrology than previous generations aside from maybe in the 70s when it first started really becoming mainstream so that's
1: interesting yeah millennials are gravitating towards astrology no pun intended there <laughs> so, i've always felt so connected with the 70s and that just makes it even more confirmed you really are a flower child though you've been yeah. like i refer to you
0: as my hippie sister all the time that's just kind of how i see you <laughs> you've got the hair down to your booty to match so yeah
1: For now, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, you
0: keep saying you're going to cut it. We'll see. I know. (laughs) But in general, your sun sign is what you're most familiar with. And you're also ruled by specific elements. Each sign has a ruling element, uh, Mm -hmm. and that includes fire, earth, air, or water. So all of these factors combined are supposed to paint a personality profile and at times, and this is where it loses me, but at times create predictions for you in your future based on the stars.
1: What is your element sign?
0: Mine? Okay, so I'm born June 24th, so my sun sign is Cancer and the ruling element of Cancer is water, which is where we're supposed to get our sensitivity from. (laughs)
1: interesting yeah
0: and i believe that libra's ruling sign is air
1: it is yeah. So maybe that explains I'm not exactly your... sure what it means, but I always just felt like, ooh, air, that's so cool. <laughs> well, I think
0: of air as like the wind, right? Like it's kind of free flowing and that's that's supposed to be the idea is like that free movement kind of aspect of right. it. And then fire is pretty self-explanatory. They're very fiery people, maybe very passionate, both sides of the spectrum in love and anger and all of it. So just like very bold personalities and earth is very stable very reliable so that would be kind of like your Taurus and things like that so right yeah and fire I'm sure everyone has met a Scorpio before (laughs)
1: so (laughs) if you can (laughs) actually my cusp sign and I never ever like admit to it or like when I talk about my signs and stuff like that And I'm like oh I'm all the best signs I just leave that one out I'm like
0: "Mm (laughs) well being on (laughs) the cusp is an interesting thing because I'm also on the cusp I'm on the cusp of Gemini and that's again not the most desired sign I would say I think (laughs) it gets a lot of like jokes thrown out about Scorpios and Gemini's like watch out
1: so (laughs) I think a lot of the jokes do come from the symbols themselves too because of the Scorpio being a scorpion Scorpion. and Mm -hmm. then yeah and then Gemini being two-faced do you know what I mean it's just like that's where all the stereotypes I feel like are bred from um,
0: mm-hmm. Is it two-faced or is it twins?
1: Well, yeah, I believe it's like twins or is it like a, I, th- I think it's twins. Well, technically it is
0: two faces, but I've always heard them referred to as twins, which is where you get the stuff where like, oh, Geminis have like split personalities, like one minute they're out, the next minute they're down sort of thing. But
1: right, right. It is twins. You're right. It's
0: so funny because in the like little app I'm looking at, it is just two little faces, but I'm like, I'm pretty
1: sure that well, that's. that's. That's why I always think it's just like two faces because that's all I ever see, right? But yeah, I guess that makes more sense that it's twins. Mm -hmm. But again, it's
0: one of those signs that gets kind of mocked a little bit for being maybe Mm -hmm. a little outrageous. It's the same thing for Scorpio. They're seen as being a lot more vocal, a lot more intense. Yeah, and they will kind of come after you if they feel slighted. So they have that like warning symbol tagged to them. But cuss birthdays are very interesting to me because there's so many people in our lives actually like our direct partners both Brayden and Brad are both on the
1: cusp but they're reverse and we both are too (laughs) and you and I are cusp babies as well so I know it's so weird that Brayden and Brad are on the same cusp but on the opposite ends of it it's like whoa I know we
0: just had that revelation after I went and visited auntie and uncle I was like did you ever realize that Brad is a Virgo on the cusp of Libra and Brayden is a Libra on the cusp of Virgo Virgo. and we were both like what
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so weird and I'm like "And then I'm
0: on the cusp of Gemini and you're on the cusp of Scorpio and it was just this whole like weird I don't think I've ever said the word cusp so many times so many times in a <laughs> sentence oh
1: I know it's crazy <laughs>
0: but by being on the cusp there's supposed to be some kind of influence albeit maybe minor in some cases mm-hmm. but there's supposed to be some kind of impact from being right at the edge of those zodiac cutoff frames
1: and I do think that must be true too because when I think of like me and Braden, I think we're pretty different and I think it's mm-hmm. because he's got some Virgo running in there which makes him uh a lot more um, particular <laughs> than free flowing as a Libra is or I guess wild like a Scorpio, right? Which would be what I'm on the cusp of. It is funny to me
0: that both you and Braden are Libras because I think the cusp has to have some influence because you're right. You two are as much as you are like at cores of you the same, you're very Mm -hmm. different people. And aside from all the other psychological influences, if we're talking purely astrology, I could only say it's because of you both residing on opposite cusps of Libra.
1: Right. And I mean, for me, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) And it does, I think, for the majority
0: of people. Again, when I was doing a little bit of research for this podcast, I came across another article that said just about a quarter of all western people believe in astrology not just yeah i know my zodiac sign or whatever Mm -hmm. but they actually believe in it and they believe in its predictive power
1: i guess i would have to like wonder like what people say when they say they believe it because like i say i believe it but it's not like i check my horoscope every single day and like i believe my horoscope when i read them in the paper stuff like that because like Mm -hmm. i don't know where they're getting their information from it's more so like i do believe the traits and all of that kind of stuff when I look it up more on online and all the online sources that I've read from all the traits are very similar and they coincide so that makes sense to me and there has to be something behind that I think
0: right so you believe in more of the personality profile versus its predictive power in terms of horoscopes Yes, exactly. Okay, and that's fair. I mean, they are two totally separate things. Mm -hmm. In terms of astrology, it's not just limited to the specific zodiac that we're all familiar with, with our sun signs and all of that good stuff it's encompassing a lot of different areas you have numerology which is just based on numbers and you can do cool things like I remember when I was having my bridal hair trial done and you were there you brought me to fabulous hairstylist and We were having this discussion about signs and all of this stuff. And she's like, have you ever calculated your life path number? And I was like, no, what is that? Like, I want to know what that is. And I need to calculate it like right
1: now. This is why she's still my hairstylist, because I was like, yes. You get it. She Connection. gets it.
0: <laughs> when someone can vibe with your weirdness in such a like spiritual way, it's like, okay. Yeah. I want to come back all here. We're so into it.
1: <laughs> and it's actually hard to find out your number sign, I feel like. You know what I mean? Like it's one that you actually have to like sit down and try to figure out. It's not like yeah. you just look it up and Google it.
0: It's a lot more intensive than just okay I was born June 24th so what does that make Mm -hmm. me? It it is a little bit more in depth than that but the life path number was something I'd never heard about until about two years ago and that sent me on a whole other (laughs) investigative
1: (laughs) tailspin tailspin,
0: checking everyone's life path numbers seeing how well it lined up with how I view these people or view myself and then you've got the Chinese horoscopes or the Chinese zodiac and that's basically. Based on purely the year that you were born in, I believe. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, it is. And like they all rotate throughout the years, right? So, like somebody in 1982 could have the same birth year of somebody. I don't know if it's a decade, but say Mm -hmm. in 2002, they'd be the same symbol, which is kind of interesting.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a a different way, like a generational way, I suppose, of looking at the personality traits that you might be able to gather from a horoscope or from a zodiac. So that's another interesting one. And then I came across a really, really, really bizarre one through an app that I had never heard of before. And it's the Druid
1: Horoscope. Have you ever heard of this? Okay, you told me about this app and I immediately said send it to me yeah so I downloaded it immediately and I went through all of it all of it and I did find out what my druid tree was and I, again I was very pleased with his response <laughs>
0: were you very pleased because I, I found was. the druid horoscope to be a little bit more critical than I had ever experienced in all horoscopes before it was I not just too, glowingly I th- positive
1: it wasn't but do you know what the things that it was saying were true and it mm. just made me laugh because I was like oh you got me oh yeah that's true you know yeah. what I mean so like it just makes me laugh whenever they're saying the negative things i don't feel like oh man i'm actually like a horrible person kind of thing (laughs) you know what i mean but mine was really nice because i'm actually a maple tree Mm -hmm. which is known as the luckiest of trees i was like well doesn't that just Fit me like la di da, you know. <laughs> it
0: totally does. I mean, for anyone who doesn't know you personally, we've always said Carly has what we call the Carly factor. It's not the X mm-hmm. factor; it's the Carly factor, where you're like, "There's no way this is gonna work out for you. You should just give up now." And she's like, "No, it's gonna be fine." And we're all like rolling our eyes, and then yeah. eating our
1: words because it all works out for her. And we're like, "How? How are you so lucky? It makes no sense." I think you say it more than anybody else. To me but like I even just remember this one time when we both went to go do our taxes and like I wasn't oh. even like working I was just a student and uh you actually worked and you had to pay back money mm-hmm. and I got money back and I was like <laughs> <Yeah>. boom <laughs> the Carly factor was so, so
0: mad that <laughs> you were day were so
1: salty that day <laughs> oh
0: my gosh but dad believed in the Carly factor too he never really worried that much about you because he's like it'll be fine she's Carly and I'm like okay yeah like like, so I don't know, but... You do have this. Yeah, it's just
1: one of those things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you have this inexplicable kind of luck or charm about you that attracts good things from the universe, I think. So Mm there is definitely something to be said about that. But I had never heard of the Druid horoscope before downloading this app. And I really wish I had learned more about it before because it is so interesting. You're assigned a tree. I mean, it doesn't get much more hippie than that.
1: Honestly, though. And I love that I was a maple tree because I was like, how Canadian? and like I love maple syrup this is freaking <laughs> awesome like, I'm not even I'm kidding so like before I even with my read result. the description I was like yes maple <laughs> that's so funny oh. I was really
0: interested reading mine I ended up being the apple tree which Ooh, I thought was cute interesting yeah yeah it gave me honestly a, a majority very positive review <laughs> it, it said some Doing very well complimentary things scale. but then like at the end it basically said um something like apple tree people need to be cautious of overly complicating their lives when they're bored and creating problems for themselves and i was like oh that's not me at all <laughs> so- <laughs>
1: That's what I mean by sometimes they like they make you like, look in and be like, hmm, is that me? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
0: well, I was so enthralled with it that on Friday when we were driving home, I was like face buried in my phone. And I'm not normally like that. I honestly don't care that much about my phone. So when I'm very interested in my phone, Brayden takes note because he takes note of everything. And he's yeah. like... <laughs> what's going on, Tommy texter? Like, what's so interesting? And I was like, I'm not texting anybody. I'm like doing horoscopes. And he rolled his eyes at me, of course, because he's very (laughs) practical and very logical. And I was like, do you want to know what your horoscope for today is? He's like, you know what? We've got an hour and a half drive home. So he's like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Let's get into it. I read him his typical sun sign. This is your daily horoscope. And he went, meh. And I was like, yeah, the daily ones I never really hold much weight with, right? See, that's what I'm saying. Neither do I. Maybe
1: like the yearly ones, some of those ones I'll like be like, okay, this is what I got to prepare for this year. (laughs) But the daily ones definitely not.
0: The daily ones don't do it for me. So I was like, Mm -mm. well, do you want to hear your monthly horoscope? He's like, like for the whole month of September. And I said, yeah, it kind of gives you like a month in review. He was like, okay. So I read that one to him, and that one, you could see, had the wheels turning. And he's like, that's interesting. And that's huge kudos from Brayden to say something (laughs) like that's interesting about astrology. So It's more of a positive response, that's for sure. Yeah, which I was not expecting, so... Now that I I got his attention, I was like, if you think that's cool, want to know what kind of tree you are? And he's like, what kind of hippie crap app do you have on your phone right now? (laughs) I'm like like the best horoscope app I've found in a long time. I was like, I just read all about my tree and it's so interesting. I'm like, do you want to know what Mm -hmm. kind of tree you are? He's like, yeah, okay. What kind of tree am I? And I did everything and I was like, you're a hazel tree. So again, maybe you're both Libras, but you're a maple tree and he's a hazel tree. he's a hazel
1: tree. Interesting. Yeah.
0: And that came with its own completely unique set of traits. Hazel trees were supposedly very high regarded in previous histories. And they believed that eating the nuts from the hazel tree gave you some kind of like Profound insight or logic, so it's like an intelligence tree or a logical tree. Like it was very oh, wow. interesting to read about.
1: Wow, that's so different.
0: So I read Brayden his Druid horoscope and gave him some of the highlights of the Hazel tree profile. And like I mentioned, there was a lot of emphasis on it being uh, a very enlightened tree. The people under this sign tend to have a lot of intuition or insight into life in general and are usually very intelligent people. Mm -hmm. They also are described as low-key, calm, and quiet, and sometimes nearly invisible, (laughs) which
1: is funny to think
0: about considering (laughs) I really did just glance over him the very first time that I ever met him.
1: (laughs) So... Oh, I guess that's true. I was like, that's not really like him, but I guess in certain situations. Mm -hmm. It
0: says, until you get to know a Hazel person better, you don't see how charming and full of virtue they are. Before then, they're just kind of like a non-factor for a lot of people. (laughs) It also said that Hazel people don't really get involved in conversations and they rarely speak their mind. But when they do, they have a lot of opinions. (laughs) (laughs) and they're also described as being kind of sensitive when they're younger, but one of the worst things that they said was that later in life, they seem to acquire this Unimaginable power to manipulate people and are so good at manipulating that those being manipulated don't even realize it's happening. But they also say that when Hazels are in love, they'll do whatever it takes to make their loved one happy. So there was some really interesting stuff in there. There was some stuff that I didn't necessarily agree with. One of the things aside from, you know, them being kind of manipulative that i didn't agree with was that they like to color the truth yeah so hazel people tend to maybe lie a little bit
1: and brayden is as honest as they which is so strange because i think of him uh, yeah, I was just going to say he's like the exact opposite as far as that comes. Like I think is maybe too honest oh, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, to a
0: fault, right? Like painfully, brutally yeah, honest. Yeah. So overall, there was a lot of stuff in there that kind of made us go, huh, wow. And then there was a decent chunk of it that we were both like, no, that's just not you.
1: Hmm, that's interesting because when I was looking at Brad's tree, I was thinking more so like, Yeah, this makes sense, but I just felt like it was highlighting more so, like, the weaknesses and everything. In my profile, it was, like, a highlight reel, and then, like, at the very end, it was like, oh, she can also be, like, cynical or point out your Hmm. flaws, and I was like, okay, interesting, But in Brad's tree, like it said how they have like a desire to live an easy, joyful, carefree and luxurious life, which I think is very true. They ultimately want to achieve a peaceful existence with the chance to simply be lazy. Oh, oh. (laughs) however, if they do achieve these goals, they may suddenly find themselves miserable. And I think that may be true for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. honestly. So I guess I can kind of go into your whole point of it being more so like uh i don't know like a a placebo or like a what is the word for that when like you think like you think you're that thing but you're not like you know what i mean like you can kind of make those characteristics that you that's actually called the barnum effect
0: so barnum effect is when you accept generalizations about personality traits or descriptions and you attribute that to yourself and you say oh yes that's me so they love to be surrounded by beautiful things that's Most people. Right. But then if you were to see that in a profile, you'd be
1: like, yeah, that's me. Right. And like, I think I've heard that like quite a few times about astrology, like about people saying like, oh, like anybody can apply this to themselves in some Mm -hmm. sort of way. So like, I feel like with some things in here, like I did feel like it was kind of like coming off like that, to be honest. But then like some like negative things that they were saying about it or like just being like kind of like harsh were saying, well, not like harsh, just like highlighting the negatives like we were saying Yeah, before. like emphasizing How weaknesses. How people are often shy. They are pensive with a tendency to worry for no reason. They rarely have any specific life goals, but when they do, they will easily sacrifice their dreams for their loved ones. So it was like a little bit harsh, yeah. more like... But insightful know. still, then, right? Exactly. Like that's what I like about horoscopes and everything too. And that's why I think it's like important to get, like you were saying, a broad spectrum or a bigger perspective because it just makes you look into yourself a little bit. And like, does this apply? Am I like this? Can I work on this? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Do you think it still works even if you have a really complementary profile? Like I, I don't... I know I read yours like like, for me yeah but the maple tree
1: (laughs) yeah I like I don't know I think it makes me laugh when I read about the maple tree because like the first thing it says like after you read like all the nice things that they say about the tree and like how it was like the luckiest tree and all Mm -hmm. this stuff it goes into saying how maples are known to be offbeat extravagant and even a bit bizarre they are always aware of the new trends social customs and the most recent discoveries in the world around them and I was just like well (laughs) well, I feel like that's yes. well thank you
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> over here, you know? like, trend alert trend alert that's so you though right? like you are super trendy every time I come over I'm like oh yeah I saw that on Instagram or something <laughs> Instagram? Like, yeah. you're so insta. you're so grammable right now it's like yeah that's definitely you I get that it's
1: funny too because like if you actually listen to our intro or if maybe you have listened the to our trailer and that's how you found us. But yeah. the trailer, yeah, in there I pretty much say these exact same things. I'm like loud, which would I guess would be like the extravagant, mm-hmm. maybe a offbeat, you know, you're kinda larger than life, yeah. Reality star, aficionado, all of that, right? So like that's all kind of in there. So it just made me laugh. I was like, Wow, yeah,
0: no. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs>
1: yeah and then it just goes on to say how like we have irrepressible energy they are simply restless they are interested in too many things mm-hmm. at once which i think is very true of myself too which maybe i guess is a negative thing i guess you yeah, no, it, it definitely, definitely is, is negative thing, <laughs> like i'm interested in like a hundred things and i never get anything actually right. accomplished so that's one thing that i was like hmm.
0: It's like i, I see you, that in okay. a little bit i, I get that
1: <laughs> yeah exactly Sometimes maples feel that if they stop even for a moment, they will miss out on something very important, which I do that all the time to myself. And I give myself like serious anxiety about like not going to like friends like birthdays or like events and things like that, because I'm like, oh, my God, like if I don't go, you know, the whole world's going to friggin end or something like that. But it's not true. It's funny, now that I'm rereading this again, I'm like, hmm, maybe, okay, maybe they were being a little, like, hard on me a little bit, <laughs> because they were like, even though maples love to be the center of attention, they don't care what kind of impression they mm. make, and maybe that's why I thought, like, oh, like, it's great. Anyways, I don't care what like- else they say. Did you <laughs> see those nice things? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm looking at this again for a second time. I only read this like for the first time, like really quickly, and I was like, "Oh, it was so great." But now I'm. It's like, like hmm. there aren't as many compliments hmm. as I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although a logical mind helps them to find solutions to the most difficult problems, Maple's path in life is never mm. easy. They rarely achieve great success. Ooh, That's pretty harsh. That is harsh. Too. And I don't know if I have a logical mind maybe in some things I don't know I think I've gotten better with that over the times but I really worked hard on that so I don't think that's just like natural. no
0: you weren't naturally inquisitive or logical growing up I think that's definitely something you've grown into over the years so maybe that's a component of the maple tree that just doesn't really align with you personally
1: yeah mm-hmm. and yeah then it just goes on to say how like maples can be quite cynical they will notice someone's flaws but never hold anything against that person maples have a many sided personality. They are full of surprises, both good and unpleasant. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah. I guess it wasn't all peachy but in the beginning, it sounds yeah. Very nice. The first couple <laughs> paragraphs were very positive. <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm thinking about it, because obviously I didn't read my druid tree very well, I didn't even look at yours, so I don't even know anything about the apple tree. Really. Oh, it was
0: kind of uh, like I said, I found mine to be very complimentary, but it was a little bit superficial too. Like it, it, it was weird. Like. <laughs>
1: That's interesting because I wouldn't peg you for superficial. No,
0: not saying that I'm superficial per se, but it described a lot of physical attributes that I thought were very strange. Like I'm not used to seeing that.
1: Yeah, and I normally see that in my kind of stuff because that's a very big thing for mm-hmm. Libras, like being vain and being beautiful. Craving and, like, beautiful all of that things kind of stuff, and luxury. Right? and
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: and being attracted to like beauty and all that kind of stuff. Mm, a little right? materialistic. But I don't ever see that in your signs. So that's interesting that that came up in your druid Yeah, tree.
0: there were definitely cancer-like traits that I saw in the apple tree description from the druid horoscope. But again, there was a lot of interesting stuff that I never really thought of before. So anyways, is a quick overview of the apple tree for all you fellow apple tree listeners out there, uh, the apple <laughs> tree is symbolic of love, creativity, magic. <laughs> I loved that part the most. Youth of course and immortality (laughs) and it says that apple tree people are often able to cast love spells on other people even if it's unintentional (laughs) because they lean into love and all of its splendor so often so they Hmm. basically interesting They say that apple tree people are usually very sensitive and sentimental, and love interests them both in theory and in practice. So, that I am totally like, yeah.
1: I would say it's true. True.
0: I'm yeah. obsessed with love and all of its splendor. So, yeah, that's me. All of it's. But splendor. then, when it gets kind of weird for me is when it starts talking about like physical characteristics, and it says apple tree people are often petite. With a smooth and youthful complexion, I'm like, that's very nice to say, but I mean, yeah, I'm, I I I would consider myself like, okay. on the petite side, but where is the smooth and youthful complexion? Like <laughs> a gr- the girl struggles. <laughs> it's like,
1: to be fair, you had it when you were younger. This is true. I don't think you struggled that much when you were younger, like teenage. I did. You did no, not. but
0: that's also because I was like. <laughs> on birth control so that was really helping those teenage hormones stay under control and yeah i suffice to say i do not have a smooth youthful complexion these days my (laughs) god i wish but it goes on to completely fluff my ego and says as attractive as they can be in appearance their personalities are just as appealing charming and warm-hearted these people are unselfish guileless and occasionally reckless (laughs) now here's where it loses me because i'm so cautious like i really 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 do pay a lot of attention to danger i'm always like on alert for something
1: but I feel like that's more because of, like, life mm, factors, okay. you know what I mean? Like, society influence, you know what I mean? I feel like when you were younger, you were, like reckless and dangerous true. and like not really thinking much about much. I guess when <laughs> so. I had my youthful
0: smooth complexion I was a lot more <laughs> interested in An being apple. reckless. Yeah, yeah. so uh, then it kind of just ties everything up by saying I'm easily deceived because of all of this and although I'm kind of uh, flighty in the sense of like being really interested in love and stuff that Apple people are still very intelligent and logical and very science oriented when it said that I was like amen for the science call out like that's great stuff also interestingly with their unique leanings toward both science and mysticism apple tree people are quite well rounded scientific theories interest them just as much as good cuisine appeals to them this sign prefers to enjoy life in the moment rather than waiting for the afterlife or fantasizing about heaven because to them, heaven is in the here and the
1: now. I do think it's uh, funny how they mentioned the science in your tree and they mentioned like being like trendy and stuff in, yeah. my, in my tree, you know, like interesting how that and came And those out. are
0: traits I've never seen come up in like the standard sun zodiac horoscopes so it was Mm -hmm. uh very very interesting to get that perspective from the druid horoscope
1: yeah but being interested in the sciences and everything like do you think it's hard to believe the reality of astrology or to actually really embrace it fully
0: i think that it will always be considered a pseudoscience by scientists mostly because there's no empirical evidence to say that these things are valid or meet any of the tenets of science period. But some of the main reasons why scientists dispute the validity of astrology are a couple things. So there's confirmation bias so whenever you read something that you think pertains to you you're like oh yeah this is legit. This is real. And Mm -hmm. you're kind of confirming something you already believed. And astrology is just there to say, yep, it was fate. Right. So, okay.
1: See, I think that's what I was talking about. Maybe confirmation bias before. Okay.
0: I mean, the Barnum effect is kind of Similar to that, but in more of a specific personality trait kind of way. Yeah, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. It
1: kind of applies to both, I guess.
0: And then, of course, you have the placebo effect, which you mentioned earlier. And that plays into astrology in the sense that if you already believe in astrology, you're going to believe that it works. So if you read your horoscope at the beginning of the day, you're going to say, if you're a believer, Okay, watch out, cause this stuff is coming for me today, right? And then maybe through that thought right. process, you are seeking out things that will give you that confirmation bias that will agree with what so you've you're read. Kind of manifesting yeah, you're it. almost creating a self fulfilling prophecy just because you believe in it. So it's like placebo effect turning into confirmation bias, turning into self fulfilling prophecies. So I mean, <laughs> the science side of me, I used to read my daily horoscopes at the end of the day and just see, like, how close they were and hmm. kind of give myself a weird test. You would test them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: you're testing astrology. We're testing
0: yeah, you weren't testing you. Yeah, true. I, <weren't>, I wasn't <laughs> testing myself. I was testing my astrology app. And if it was, like, way too off for too many days, then I would delete the app and say, like, OK, I'm over <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> Phony. Yeah that's yeah. just
0: junk news so uh there's those three components i guess really maybe four if you consider self-fulfilling prophecies that are the main reasons why it's disputed and they have tried to do studies where they basically put out three different horoscopes one is actually your true horoscope based on your sun sign and they'd ask participants to pick out their horoscope based on their zodiac and They got it really wrong. Like no one could do it better than chance. So they were essentially saying, look, there's no correlation. So that's where science stands on it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to dig into my apple tree roots and say I'm of both minds. I think you can take something from it, whether it's just entertainment or maybe a little insight into who you are as a person or things you don't necessarily want to think are true about yourself. But you're kind of like... Well, the Druid horoscope said.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I think it's just nice to have kind of a little bit of insight or even just to look at it with your friends or like to go through everything on the car ride home with (laughs) your husband or whatever it may be. I think it's just a nice thing to kind of look at every once in a while, maybe not to base your whole life off of your daily horoscopes. But I don't think there's anything wrong with indulging. No, I don't think so either. And on
0: that note, I think we're ready for a little round of Random Rapid Fire. Random Rapid Fire. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Random Rapid Fire is an excellent game that Carly and I have created to help you guys get to know us a little bit better. And the way that we do that is by asking each other three random questions. And we don't reveal our questions to each other beforehand. So you're getting our completely random responses in return.
1: Exactly. It's a nice raw and unfiltered way to get to know us a little bit better. So
0: this week we've got Carly in the hot seat first we sure do so your first random rapid fire question is if you had to pick just one outfit to wear for the rest of your life what would it be oh that's really hard especially for a trendy girl like you
1: <laughs> oh that's so hard i don't even know because we have seasons man we have seasons okay, can i not pretend have one you're living in <laughs> your
0: dream state of california
1: Okay. So it's, always it's always sunny warm. and warm. Um, I would probably do like a nice pair of jeans and like a white tee because I feel like you can really dress that up or dress it down depending on what you accessorize it with. And you didn't say accessories. You just said clothing. So <laughs> oh, boom. Found the little loophole <laughs> in my question. I did, but it didn't work without not having seasons. Without seasons, I was like, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> I know I threw you a bone there and then you still took a
0: loophole, but. yeah (laughs) okay and your second question is if you had to paint your entire house just one color what
1: would you choose probably what my house color is right now because it technically is all one color and it's like this like slatey like light gray Mm -hmm. you know slate blue gray light light color so I think it's like very modern, and you can dress it up and dress it down with your home decor. Yeah, and <laughs> loopholes
0: with accessories and uh, shades of gray <laughs> instead of a color. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick like purple or something.
1: No, because that's just not fair to you, or <laughs> like anybody else, you know?
0: And for your third and final question in the spirit of our podcast today. Do you judge other people based
1: on their zodiac sign? Ooh, hmm. I don't know if I actually judge them based on their zodiac sign, but it does weigh some factors. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't totally write somebody off if they're like a Scorpio or something, but I'd be like, hmm, okay. I'm gonna watch you. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep an eye out for
0: you, Scorpio.
1: Well, those are all my questions wrapped up. Alrighty. Well, I guess that means it's uh, your turn to go into the hot seat. It sure does. And I'm going to start this off right with question number one. What's your favorite quality or characteristic of your zodiac sign?
0: My favorite favorite component of being a Cancer is actually the sensitivity. I think people see that as a weakness so often, but I think that makes me very... Intuitive to what other people are feeling, what I'm feeling. And I don't think sensitivity is a weak point whatsoever. In fact, I think it's a strength. So,
1: yeah. I do too. I think it's a gift to be able to be sensitive and to be aware of how others are feeling and not just to be wrapped up in your own little world. Yeah.
0: Being an empath can be really brutal sometimes. But to be honest with you, it helps me connect with people. And that's more important. So, yeah, sensitivity.
1: Yeah. I've always thought of it as a blessing and a curse. Yes, double edged.
0: I think everything in a cancer profile is like a blessing a <laughs> <that>
1: curse. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, geez. All right. Well, for question number two, since you mentioned you were looking at the horoscopes on your way home from work, I was wondering what else do you normally do on your commute home from work? To
0: be honest with you, usually Braden and I are just talking. We've got a full hour and a half and people might think it's really funny because we live together and we drive in together and... We are usually just chatting, and not just about our day, about all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, usually I'm doing that. I'm talking to my hubby.
1: And the random conversation
0: of yeah. the day.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. And for question number three, how do you define beauty?
0: Ooh, how do I define beauty?
1: Yeah, I went left field there, but I wow.
0: Know. Okay, I was like not thinking so uh, deep. <laughs> okay. Beauty to me is an intangible kind of feeling that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with something physical, so it doesn't have to be physically attractive, but the feeling you get when you see or hear or touch something beautiful it's distinct from all other feelings to me. It's different than love. It's different than attraction. Beauty kind of resonates with your soul somehow. So I know that's kind of a left field answer, but that's what I'm going with. Well, that answer resonated with me. So I think it was beautiful as well. (laughs) See that intangible thing. You get it.
1: Yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> well, that wraps up all of our random questions for today. And I hope you guys really enjoyed that and got to know us just a little bit more. And if you're looking for more random goodness like this, you can always join us on our social medias and catch up on some of the behind the scenes or just see what we've got going on next. You can find us on both Twitter and Instagram at t-r-s underscore podcast underscore don't forget that extra little random underscore at the end there That's right. And if
0: after you've checked out our social medias and you're still craving some random sisters, why don't you take a listen to some of our previous episodes? Right now we're recording episode 11. So you have 10 whole episodes plus a trailer to enjoy. So check us out on all your favorite listening platforms. We are all over the place. So search the random sisters and you'll find us.
1: And be sure to subscribe and rate our podcast because we love to hear how you guys are liking the episodes and what you want to hear from us in the future. And until we're in the future, stay real, stay random.